This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. One, two, one, two. Can you hear? Whoops. I think I hear you. Great. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm here. We're all set. Boogie down. Boogie down. Sweet. You know it's funny. It's not about me, so I start, I was I wasn't about to derail the whole conversation. But I started on a clarinet too. <laughs> and, and so we just interviewed Tom from the Doobie Brothers, Tom Johnston, and uh, and he said he started and had to you know quit that. And yep. it sucked. I had the same reaction to it. But the thing is, the music program, and I don't know if it was the same for him, and that's why he played that. Or how it was for you guys. Well, fourth grade, they made you pick an, pick an instrument. Right. And, and, yeah. and I, bit, I was like, I want saxophone. And they go, nope, we've already given out all those positions. Yep. So you'll have to learn. So they basically... Fill the slots. Yeah. If you didn't ask fast enough, you got some crappy instrument. Oh, you're on the oboe. Well. <laughs> the and, what? And, you know, there's... <laughs> look, I respect someone who plays clarinet, but I didn't want... I was bummed. I played it too. You grade. did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's so funny! Wasn't any good at it played. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just just trying to get an even airflow when you're in third grade. Yeah, is... with that reed. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I had the same reaction that he did, though. I thought that was very funny. Like, yeah, clarinet fucking sucks. Mm. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that thing. He played it. Must have played it from like fourth grade to eighth grade or something. Though he played it for a, a while. I mean, if he was twelve when he quit, because I think. Well, I don't know when he had to start, I, but fourth grade was when they made us pick yep. instruments. So what did you play? Flute. You played flute. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, I that's dump, even I worse than that. clarinet. It was horrible. So so lame and stupid. Yeah, that's worse than clarinet. I tried to teach myself stairway to heaven on it, and uh, <laughs> I I got about a year into it, and I was like, this sucks. I'm not into it at all. The piano all the time at my house. We always had a piano in the house, and I played all the time, and uh, just you know by year or whatever. And I said, I'll take piano lessons if you let me quit flute. And they were like, All right, as long as you have some musical instrument. So I did that. Took yeah, my years. kid wants to learn piano. Oh, great! So you know, I'm it's gonna... actually a great. It's the it's best. A great thing. instrument. It's the best thing to start on. Yep. Well, and they get their basic music theory, and mm-hmm. that's a whole nother language that you can delve into. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, and by speaking of, because I'll probably get the instrument at Bananas at Large. Ding, shame. shame. Duh. Uh, he wrote in and goes, "Hey, you got my buddy Tom on." I'm oh. like, "Of course you know him." Yeah. You know, Tom. I don't know if he said it on the air or not, but he was raving about Alan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're buddies. Yeah, that guitar, you're admiring it. He oh, goes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Alan set Alan. me up with this one. No, mm-hmm. you know what he set him up with? That's the Tom. That's the Martin oh. Tom acoustic. Oh, funny. Alan set him up with the Martin guy, and they made 
You know the, how the you exact just, guitar for him, right? The, the one like they a sell the the, the, right. the 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 Tom Johnson Martin, Martin guitar. That was a beautiful throaty sound and like guitar. Like the 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 quality on that was just oh. He started playing it when he first walked into the studio before we were in there. I'm like, oh, that is that sounds delicious. Just mm, like you could take a bite out of it. And it was beautiful. Look brand new too. Like very well, un, unbeat up. I'm sure he's got some that, that I'm sure hit the road <laughs> and some that stay home. Some that stay at the house mm-hmm. under glass. Uh Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, the is it the fifth? It is, uh, right? Yes. September mm-hmm. 5th, 2019. September 5th, 2019. Time is flying by. Hulman is with us today. Hello, hey. Hulman. Hey. How's all those holes in your belly, buddy? Uh, well, I'm going to see the surgeon right after this, and uh, hopefully oh, he'll remove the glue and the stitches. and Glue? See where I'm at. Yeah, because they use glue and stuff to kind of sew you back up. <laughs> yeah. After they... How's that morphine addiction coming? So, by the grace of God, miraculously, hallelujah, I got off of the morphine about 72 hours ago. Are you having the twitches? No, but it was it was rough goings. I just I uh, bit the bullet on Monday, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just I have to get off of this stuff. I just, you know, the pain is. Uh, I still can't, you know, sleep on my side or anything. Well, so sure, you, you had your recover. gallbladder removed. I did. The whole yeah. thing's gone. The you can live without gone. it. You don't need that. Well, there's definitely your um, liver has to figure step it out. up. Yeah, has to step up. <laughs> so it uh, it takes a couple months. For that to happen, uh, for your liver, I guess, to be retrained, and you have to introduce food slowly, and let's take some supplements to help break down fat. Um, so I'm going to meet. It's just uh, the you know the Medicare system's complicated because the hospital can't just release stuff to your primary care doctor without you going and picking it up. And oh, then that you is gotta, complex. Well, it's just a lot of you know, dr- and I haven't been cleared to drive yet. So how'd you get here? I mean, I drove, but I. Oh, who <laughs> man? I know, I broke the law. I'm calling 911 right now. <laughs> we Fuck got a you. guy who's not authorized to drive here. to kill somebody out there. I know. <laughs> he wow. has this pain spasm as he's trying to make a turn. Oh! Oh, my stomach. And I've seen the way you complain with the pain. So yes. I, I was Ubering uh, up until yesterday, and I just was like, I can't, you know. So you are like or aren't having a heart attack, too. Yeah, what's going there on with the heart There's an enzyme in my heart that they don't like that's emitting, and it's the enzyme that's emitted when you get heart attacks. It emits, and so they—I forgot what they, it's called. They look for it to see if you've had a heart attack, and you had it. Yeah, I had it. So, so you've had a heart attack. No, it's, uh, so the number of that enzyme is supposed to be .02, and mine was between .09 and .17 or something like that. Oh, so you— so when you have a heart attack, that number is at twenty five or thirty. Ah, so uh-huh. it's it's up, and they're they're confused why it's up. I, I had to do the stress test in the hospital where you, uh, right. but I hadn't I hadn't eaten or th- drank in three days. So when I did do the stress test, I uh, ran on that treadmill and I, I said, "Hey, how, what does my heartbeat have to be at, and how long do you want me to run?" They go, "Run six minutes, get your heartbeat at one fifty. So I ran for seven and a half minutes and got my heartbeat at one seventy five, and I was nice. like, "I," but I was. You, know, you were you, killing it there in the hospital. Well, when you haven't overperforming exactly when you haven't eaten, like the movie rules. When you haven't <laughs> eaten or drank in three days, it's it was really. I mean, it's really hard to not eat. Well, plus drink. your gallbladder was attacking you. Gallbladder, yeah, that, that couldn't was, have been comfortable. And then, I mean, I will say, I don't know how other people are, but one of the saving graces for me was all of the people that came to visit me in the mm. hospital because 
It is so lonely in there, and it is so. And I was on the. By the way, I just gotta give huge props to that beautiful hospital uh, setter built on Van S. That is a solid. That's a really nice facility. Oh my god, it's like a Taj Mahal of hospitals. I. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I go that far, but it's certainly very new. It's like a brand new car. Yeah, it is. Smells like new. It's nice. So uh, apparently they have like a lounge. They have a, like an admiral's lounge. They do in the hospital. Like if you are a donor <laughs> to the hospital, like there's a special, there's a VIP VIP area at a hospital, <laughs> like a lounge where you know I don't know. It's like dripping with gold and velvet and has views all the way. I mean, do sperm I, I know doma- I, donations count? I mean, I've got <laughs> no, a lot of that. Nope. You have to. I think I you have to have given at least half a million bucks to the building of the hospital, oh. and then you get access to this lounge, you and like your family. So anytime you are sick, you get the VIP treatment, and all yeah. your people get the VIP. Like who knew there was like a VIP situation in hospitals? Well, you, I mean, well, they got to get pills. You figure the people <laughs> who get their names on the, you know. Still, Mark what? Zuckerberg probably gets <laughs> on the break. Right well, how about they just get a private room? Why do they have to have their whole own lounge? I don't know. They're running out of beds, but they got this VIP lounge. So I was I was on the floor where they did like the um, pancreas transplants, oh. liver trans. So I was the only one on that floor that wasn't, and so a lot of those people were just so lonely. And I I loved that. You know, every time I walked in the room, there were and it's you know huge props to your husband Sarah who came twice mm. and. Really he loves you. He was me. like upset that you didn't call him when you went in. I know. I just. I didn't. He's even like, know what are what we it fake was. friends? I didn't know what it was. And can I also just say a special thank you to my surgeon, Doctor Yi? Why, Doctor Yi? He did an amazing job. He really took good care of me. Well, I'm just glad you're on the mend, and I really hope this was the root of all those awful problems you've been having, Hume. And I just want you to be well, you poor thing. Yeah, six months of crazy testing, but oh my god, lo and behold, I hope. I and hope. Finally, they find the gallbladder thing. Well, I don't God. have any of the marks of somebody who has gallstones. I'm not female. I'm not my. Yeah, I am in my 40s, but you have to be female in your 40s. I'm not overweight. I don't have high cholesterol. I don't have high fat. It's just all the things that you know you're supposed to have to have gallstones. I don't have any of them. Well, and it wasn't hurting you in the front. It was hurting your back. You thought yeah, it was, was a back thing. I'm <laughs> not testing you for gallbladder when you're like, oh, my back hurts. Anyway. Uh, I'm glad that you're on the mend, Thank and I hope so. that everything goes smoothly with the surgeon today. Mm. All right, we're going to do a bad advice here it's, uh, <laughs> about people who don't want to have kids. I know some of those people. They've changed their mind and had kids since. Me, Vinny. Yeah, you and I both. Yeah, I was never going to Although I wasn't so against having kids, but I, d- I definitely uh, yeah, I got to a point where I was like, it's probably not happening, right? Mm. I'm in my 40s. I was pretty happy with the way things had been going. Right. Took what, you a long time to get there. What about having two kids? You know, uh, I'm experiencing right now the hardest. So it was hard. it's hard to have a baby, but it's really hard to have everybody back at work, school, daycare. It's tough. It's mm-hmm. hard. And it's, and it's one of the reasons why I didn't want to have a kid. Right. Because you know your schedule's already thin. Yep. So it's hard. We're in a we're in one of those phases. Yesterday, yesterday I took my kid to the park. So we get in my van. You minivan? Yep. Right. I paused for that reason. I, I, knew I that figured. Was coming, I right. knew. Sure. I, get I know. In, I know what my role is. Right. I get in my van. Minivan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I take my kid to the park, and I'm and I just this, the older kid. This is just the older kid. This is before dinner. This is like, shit, man. I'd already been all over the place doing a million things and finally just get home 
and she's sitting there frothing like, Dad, what do you want to do with me? Nothing. Right. I want to do nothing I'm with done. you. I'm done. I want to sit down. I don't. certainly don't want to get in the car. Right. I've already been in the car all day. But I'm out here in the car waiting for you. Right. So we get in the van, and I take her to the park, and we're in the park for two and a half hours before dinner. Did she just find other kids to play with and run yeah, around? Yeah, and, and I played with her a little bit, and, you know, and then I finally, some kids, she hooked up with some kids, and I was able to sit down and read. Right. But whatever, that's, the, the point is, when you change your schedule, I'm sure for other people, they're like, I can understand that people think, like, there must be something wrong with me. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's simple. There is. But so I had, you know, I got my wallet in the van. I get, do this stuff. I run a, get dinner. I'm finally like, all right, everybody leave me be. I, it's time for me to, like, come down for bed. Of course, I'm leaving this morning, and I'm on my road getting on to 17, and I'm like, oh, my fucking wallet. Is in my van. Minivan. Minivan. Right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, friend. So what did you do? So I just, I just said, shine it. I gotta leave without well, a wallet. Right. What are you gonna do? That's, I mean, you know, no, I'm, you were already on your way, right? I was when you realized on my it. way. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna turn around and drive no. home. You've made it somehow. You made it off 17. There's no turning back. Right. I just. Oh well. I'll hope you don't get pulled but over that's, today. <laughs> well, you know, that's the change of schedule. It upsets my little balance, and my little balance is how I get things done. Right. And so I got a system, man. Well, you're getting a new system now. That's all. Mm. Except that every single day it'll be different. That was what used to bug me about the school too. Like, I actually had to put alarms in my phone so I knew what time my kid had to get picked up, because it was different every single day. And some days it was really early, and other days it was like, oh, I'm like, oh, is this the late day? Let me look at my schedule. Like, oh, I, I can't, I can't do that because I got, I only 45 minutes left to get down so, to school. So this is our first. We're not even a month in yet, so I'm just learning it. So it'll be fine. I'm sure everybody seems sure. to survive this. But right now, it feels like, yikes. You work so far away, so it's going to be a rush for you to get home a lot of days. Well, how's the search for the uh, Swedish nanny coming? Oh, yeah. How's that going? Uh, there hasn't been a search for that. Yeah, we need I, an au pair, I think. But I did, mm -hmm. in fact, say, like, we're going to have to figure something out. Yeah. What'd she say? What'd well, she say? she's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to look into it. Oh. We have to. Yeah. Hey, you should look into it, too. I mean, you got to look at the pictures of the chicks coming in, right? No, that's not what I mean, you <laughs> oh weirdo. Oh, my God. No, what there's not going to be a So we can judge by fours or what? <laughs> yeah, you should bring them in so we can judge by fours. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to need to see. We're going to yeah, need to help you pick. We're going to need to be part of the process. You here. know what I don't need <laughs> is to find myself divorced already. <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep it on the download, man. I mean, God. Ah! Gonna... Oh, my God. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Any Scandinavian country where the three of us are giving thumbs up for us. Yeah. Well, that. I mean, we still need to see. You know, there's yeah, dogs from every country. Yeah, so. there are. That's true. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> what a bitch I am. And do I have to, what do I guess since I'm hiring her, she doesn't need to see a dick pic or anything, right? I mean, right. No. I don't just, have you're to just going to warm your way in. How do you all. like this? Is this good? If she requests, you know. Oh, then I give Then it to you her. might okay. want to. Yeah. All right. I mean. They're very liberal. That's one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in Big Little Big, Lies. I was just thinking of that. Is when she, the, the, she's the nanny, right? Yep. When she says, they owe me this much money. and then, For nannying. <laughs> and they owe me this much money for extra stress services. relief. <laughs> <laughs> and the wife looks over and she's like. It dawns on her what? that he's been fucking the nanny. Yeah. And, and, oh. <laughs> Mm. What a moment. And he obviously promised her money, so I guess she's like a nanny hooker. Right. 
All right. So anyway, the the reason the kid thing comes up is because of this letter. I'm oh, inter- all right. So this person wants to ask our advice. Uh, don't say my name. I'm in a relationship with someone I care for deeply, admire, and respect. We've been going strong for about a year. And the topic of kids came up recently. I know that I want kids, or at least one, and my boyfriend does not know if he does or not. My question is, what should I do? Do I break up now and avoid risk slash uncertainty that he decides down the line he truly doesn't want kids, or do I stay and wait to see if he realizes he eventually wants to start a family? So at this point, as I'm reading this, I thought to myself, well, how old are you people? That's the first... Right. So... Which she doesn't say until the bottom. And she says, don't read this on air. So I'm going to give you a vague idea. He's about seven years older than her. And her clock is ticking. Not hard, but it's ticking. She's pushing. So she's 35? No, no. That's when the clock runs out. That's when when the alarm goes off. Like it's now or never, pretty much. So her eggs are not decrepit yet. Well, they're getting there, though. She's in her early 30s. 30. Why can't we know her age? I don't know why, but just I'm just trying to respect her. All right, name. she's 30 and he's 37. All right. Oh, oh that's okay. For now. Well, well, for now. But here's the thing. You know, she gets a couple more years in, and he's adamant that he doesn't want to have kids. Okay, so let me finish the letter okay. and let her ask her a question. Uh, so do I break up now? Or do I wait and see if he realizes he does want to eventually start a family? I know in my heart I would regret staying together if things don't pan out favorably. But at the same time, I don't want to throw away what I have with him, uh, which other than this has been especially great. Has been great, especially if there's a chance he might want kids. It's not a hard no. I don't want kids. He just does not know and doesn't know when he will or might know. I feel in my heart if he had a kid, he'd be a great dad. The question for everyone, but especially Sarah and Vinny, who have been in similar situations with their partners on the other side. Uh, what are some of the reasons you were both originally unsure, and what made you have a change of heart? Do you ever feel like you would change your decision if you could go back, or feel like you sacrificed yourself to to be with your partner, or are you glad you stuck it out and made it work? You want to start? No, I want you to start. I didn't want kids because I felt like, um, why would I want to give up my awesome fucking life where I don't have any responsibilities? And, uh, and John never pushed me on it, and then after we'd been married a couple years, he started to... I mean, I don't I don't think that it would have been a deal breaker for us if I had really adamantly said no. But he did want kids and I don't know, I just got to an age where I was like, All right, I guess I'll I guess I'll do that for you. And I'm glad I did. Would I go back and change it? Maybe. I mean the problem is <laughs> now I now I know those kids and I really like them. You know, they're total keepers. So you know, maybe if, if you ask me now, one of my kids was in jail and the other one was just, you know, I, I don't know had, had run I don't I just they were good kids. So I was very, I was very lucky. Um, you know, you just, that's a, it's a total dice roll, any kid you have. And not just that they could turn out to be a bad seed. Terrible things can go wrong with human beings. Um, Health problems. Absolutely. So would I take another chance and do it again if I could go back? I might not. Because I know now that I would have way more money, way more time, way more freedom. But John might be sad. I would do it for John. So I love John enough to, to do it. Because I could, I knew that he wanted it, and I, and there must have been a part of me that wanted it too. I don't. I'm very selfish. What about you? Well, for similar reasons, that's why I, I had the first kid. The second kid, I felt like, you know, when you get into a partnership, if you really take that person into consideration, then you have to consider what it is they want in life as well. Mm-hmm. And when they're saying they want another kid for their daughter's sake, you know. 
I took that seriously. And a, a part of the reason I took it seriously is because I could see down the road a conversation where this this daughter of mine is saying, why didn't I get a sister? Right, or a brother, whatever. And and everyone, everyone at the table turns to me because I'm the douchebag that said— And you said, because I'm the douchebag <laughs> that said no to that. Right. right. Well, so I thought, you know what, okay, I'll try. I'll give you a, a small window of, of you know, time, and we'll try it. And and if we don't, if it doesn't happen, then I don't want to feel like I, you know, we tried, uh, we tried, and it didn't happen, and that's the right. And then it happened. Right. And now we have a second kid. And she's great, and you're happy. You yeah. Had her. No, it's all good. But so here's what I would say to you. One of the things that has happened in my life through my drinking problem was a woman that I was with at the time. One of the meanest things she said, and there were a bunch of mean things she said, and I deserved, by the way, but was, I wasted the best years of my life with you. And I was like, man, that's rough. And I didn't actually, it didn't hit, you know, it's down the line when that's ping-ponging around in your head that you just go, woof, rough. So I do think it's important that you take very seriously what you've got ahead. Which is, you got a great guy. Yep. Can you really honestly say that that's enough for you for the rest of your life? And I feel like she's saying it isn't. Right. She, that she knows she wants kids. So I think you could gently say to him, I think you're great. And if it, if the kid thing was out of the question, out of the picture, uh, I would, I wouldn't be asking to change a thing. But I definitely want to have kids. And I'm 30. And I think I gotta, I gotta move on. So what I learned from that experience was that you have to take into consideration your partner mm-hmm. and the things that you're doing to them and the thing, the choices that you make as a couple. Right. And so when kids came up, that's one of the things I thought about with the the girl I was with. Do I want to lose her? Do I want to be the person that kept her from getting the things she wanted in life? Right. I don't want someone to resent me. No, because that's what winds up happening. Right. You spend enough time with someone and they're not giving you the things you want. And you're like, well, what is this? Just a relationship about him? So or her, whatever. I, I, I'm a firm believer. I, it's going to sound easier said than done, but I'm a firm believer in getting the things in life you want. Make decisions so that those things are available to you. If this guy is saying he doesn't want kids, then you move on down the road. And that sounds harsh and that sounds weird because you've got a good partner. But you don't want to make him give you kids and because once kids get there, they're fucking hard. Right. They will test the best of relationships. They're so hard. And what you find out, what he might find out is these are your kids. I didn't fucking want these things. I'm not putting up with this bullshit. You know what I want to do? But I want to go eat cereal at my friend's house and get high. Because that's what I used to get to do all the time. I don't want to do this stuff. Right. So, right, it's a consideration. How are you going to feel? But how is he going to feel if he acquiesces to your wishes, too? You might need to go find someone who's a little more like-minded. And with no bitterness. Like, you should... He should also get what he wants. And if he doesn't want children, that's also his prerogative. So what I found in sobriety is I've got a lot more time on my hands and I'm more open to growth than some people who haven't had shitty experiences in their life and have always been sort of doing the right thing. He might not want that because he might already have an idea in his head like, yeah, I want to do what I want to do because I just got done telling you. 
I didn't want to be in the park yesterday. No. Nobody wanted to be in the park yesterday. <laughs> it's hot. Just the kid, I guess. Swings. I mean, how long can you swing for? You know, forever, apparently. It well, just goes on and on. I'm just trying to say that I wouldn't put that guy in a situation where you're forcing him to have a kid that he may down the line be like, you're on your own with this. You really want a partner who's like, like-minded and wants it and is into it and can't wait to name the kid and right go do things with the kid and right. be at Disneyland. And listen, I mean, people can grow to love all those things, and it's true that, you know, sometimes you get this thing and you didn't know how much you wanted it until you have it. But I don't think it's fair to count on that. I don't think it's fair to push someone into it saying, oh, you'll love it. Oh, don't worry. You'll love it. You'll love it. This will be, you'll, you'll be glad you it's did this. It's too big. It's not sushi. No. It's it's huge. <laughs> it's, you it's, can have the edamame. You love that. It's right. fine. It's, it's too California big. Roll. It'll be fine. So that's something that I'm, there's my opinion on. Yeah. Well, And so I would say my bottom line is, be really clear about what you want. Ask him to be really clear about his, what he wants. I Personally, I would move on as hard as that might be. It's, it's nice to find someone that you hang with and that works. But if long term, that's not what they want. Uh, you want one more? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Last week, I met an ex-military mountain man who loves to sing and dance. An unexpected combination I found adorable. Ex-military, ex-military mountain, mountain man. Who loves to sing and dance? All right. She finds the combination adorable. We met on a Wednesday, dated Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Monday, I had to leave town for work. But before I left, he said he was in love with me. (laughs) Uh. I explained, these things take time to evolve organically, and we should see where it goes. Which he said, I understand. But he's already joking now about how we should do karaoke at our wedding, because that's where we met, at a karaoke bar, apparently. When I get back from my business trip, I'll probably start riding a sausage every morning and night because I'm just a nice girl. <laughs> but I've learned that men who come on too strong, too fast, leave just as quickly. I remember Yuzi saying she told her mom Johnny V was the guy for her the night she met him, even though he was married to someone else. So my question is, could this guy just be infatu- infatuated or is this real? When someone falls so fast, at what point do they learn about a person's faults, fears, flaws, or at least admit we have them? Thanks in advance, nice girl. I guess I'll start. Um, oh. So, you you won't really know this dude. I mean, it sounds like you guys are having tremendous premarital sex. Am I am I right with that? Well, she doesn't say if they have, but she says she's definitely going to start they having have. them as soon as they get back. They okay. Most definitely yeah, they spent have. four days together and they're grown ups. Yeah. So, uh, if if you really want to see if this guy is into you and you're into him, like go on a two week trip with him. And like share two weeks. Yeah. Why does it have to be two weeks? How about just a weekend getaway? No, no, no. Oh no. Spend some time with this guy. See if you run out of crap to talk about. (laughs) And and you'll know you'll know in about nine days if this 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 is real. Shit, I still have a few days left. I love the numbers he comes up with. So yeah, so so that's (laughs) Don't uh, talk to me for six months. But I'm I know, right? Where does that come from? Gives gives my brain and my nerves a chance to reset. (laughs) There he is on the the first day of the second six months, like where Where's the email from her? I know. <laughs> Why hasn't she written me back? I was a lot younger back then. That's I mean, true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor thing. Year, a lot poor more broken mature. heart. Anyway, I, I I would worry about a guy coming on so strong. I don't know. Maybe he's just not used to getting a uh, tail like yours and, you know, your skills. But he's... Listen, it could, it could be real love. I mean, who the hell knows? You never well, know. Not, on her side, it's not. Well, she's, you know, she's right in saying these things take time, but she likes them. Go on this two-week trip. I've known some dudes, friends that I'm with, or friends, 
people I'm friends with that have this problem where it, it, it burns hot fast and it burns out just as fast. Yep. So that is something that I would be most concerned about is that guy – He's probably done this a million times. Met yeah. the person. Oh, my then, God. Oh. She's the one. Right. So I would say to this girl, let's hold our heart back for a little while. Chances are you're correct. This is going to burn right out. Go ahead. Ride the sausage for a little while. Just try to, like, you know, let's, let's hold our heart back a little. Let's, let's, not, let's not give it all away so quick, even though he's clearly encouraging you to do that with his craziness. I'm in love with the, you. Hey, You're the I knew one. this lady. I'll call her Phyllis for the purpose of Phyllis. anonymity. Is it Brandy? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I call her Phyllis? She's Brandy mm. the whole time. Anyway, this old lady I knew named Phyllis, She, her husband and her, they got married like the first week. Oh. They met each other. Married. And it was on and married, and they're old people now. Oh. So and it worked out. It works. It happens. I think it's rare. Mm -hmm. Super rare. Yep. But but you never know. So I guess our advice to you is... Ride that sausage every morning sure. for a while. Do that. See how that goes. Hey, and can you ride us back? This is one that I do care about. Let oh. us know what happens. All right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks that, for writing him. Do the two-week trip, though. Yeah, do the two oh, yeah, oh, immediately. Yeah, By day nine, you'll have your answer. As usual, Hooman got right. it right. Woo. 14 days. Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. <laughs> we love to hear your bad advice questions about anything. They don't have to be about sex. It can be about really any, really any little thing. Man, Bryn's got somewhere. Do you have somewhere to be? Oh, no. I just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> I do. I was <laughs> the one staring. Oh, yeah, I was she, asking what time. Well, I like oh, to give okay. her, you know. He's turning it around for me. cues when she needs it. Thank you. crazy. I'm like, wow, he's got to get out of here. No, <laughs> she turns no. around and has a giant 27. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> now I know how much time has elapsed. Hey, Hooman, thanks for being on the oh, show my today, God, buddy. Thanks for having me. Good Sorry. luck today, Sorry buddy. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. All right. <laughs>